We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Like, obviously, since all the stuff went down, like, I'm sure you're just, like, super eager to compete again. Like, you've been, you know, let's talk about this first. Like, you've been making a lot of content. You've been streaming, right? Like, you got up there, like, 2,000 subs or something? Uh, I actually hit 4K a couple days ago. What the fuck? Yo. How long have you been streaming for, Pierce? Uh, like two and a half months. Oh Shit. my god, let's get it, Pierce! Jeez, big Yo. B! Killing it, that's, that's, that's good stuff, man, congrats. How is it, like, having 4,000 subs, that's like, when, that's, you could focus on this full-time right now, right? Like, yeah, this like is, life-changing numbers. Yeah, this is life-changing numbers, right? Like, do you feel almost like a... Like, you want to just straight up ride this year out and just grind the stream? Like, I know you would love to come back, but it might not be that bad to just continue to grind the stream and, and, and get ready for next year, right? I mean, yeah, that's kind of what I've been trying to do with all of this going on. I've been still trying to, or I've been still putting in, like, a lot of time in the game and everything like that, even yeah. when I'm not streaming. Just to, like, make sure that, like, I'm still on and everything like that. But, um, yeah, no, it's it's very, very nice to be able to say that, like, you know, a lot of my money, or a lot of, like... Support. People are like, sub- yeah, supporting me and like helping me out with uh, like, you know, getting me through this kind of like transition and everything like that and kind of like giving me kind of like, I guess, like a purpose, I guess you could say. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and like allowing me to kind of like have a goal and like uh, kind of like pursue it because like for me, it's always been like just competing, right? Like I've only thought competing, 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 nothing else. And then, like, once all this stuff happened, I started, like, streaming more. And then, like, I met, like, a lot of cool people. And, you know, that's what I first, uh, honestly, started streaming for is, like, to meet, like, not, like cool and nice people. And, like, kind of, like, be able to interact with them and, like, see, like, a lot of people that have, like, you know, kind of same interests as me. Yeah. What's it and, feel like to have... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. 
I was going to say to expand on that, like, what's it feel like to have a community? Because this is you've streamed yeah. before where you've gotten to like a thousand subs and stuff. But like having a community like that is totally different. Like you alive and there's people in there supporting you every day. Like, what does that feel like? Um, it's honestly the best feeling of the world uh, for me. Um, like, you know, growing up, like I didn't really have like a like a lot of friends and everything like that. So whenever I'm streaming and like throwing it up and everything like that, like I consider a lot of the people in there, like, you know, even if they don't think it like kind of like friends to me, because like I'm like talking with them all the time and like getting to hang out with them and kind of like asking what's going on in their day lives and everything like that. And that's like a big thing for me when I started streaming that I wanted to do is to just kind of like one practice on my like social skills because like I know they're really bad at everything like that. And two, just like kind of like build kind of like a fan base community with like, you know, a bunch of people. How can you not like this? This is this is fucking beautiful. Right. That's some of those beautiful things that have ever been said on the podcast. Bro, Pierce. I've been around, bro. That was gorgeous. Every day or every time we go live, it's just like people chatting, asking questions, stuff trolling. It is all just heart emojis in the chat right now. Dude, people, people love you, bro. Dude, people people love you, man. I think it's wonderful that that's where you're at. Like, and, uh, like you said, you found more purpose right now being able to stream and stuff. And that's got to be a great feeling. Or do you just play like... Uh, like, do you play Warzone? Like, what, what are you primarily streaming right now? Um, I usually try to play, like, uh, pubs, sometimes CDL. But, I mean, Warzone has been trying to get into it a lot more. And even try to, like, compete in some of these, like, kind of, like, tournaments. Like, I played in, like, the MFAM tournament that one time with, like, Symphony Doug and, like, Tia Ump. Yeah. And got, like, second, literally my first tournament. And, like, I feel like if I actually, you know, try to take it as serious as much as possible, I actually could be up there with, like, a lot of those people. It's just, like... Very weird to take uh, Warzone seriously when there's nothing really on the line, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm kind of like one of those players where, like, if nothing's on the line, I'm, like, full sending it. Like, running into buildings, like, no like no Same. care in the world, but are just yeah. trying to take kills. Same. Man, who does that sound like? <laughs> I do that every, every – I try to squad wipe every time. There's so many on the lines. Why not? Are you, are you still doing, uh, like, Team Pine scrims, Pierce? Or how uh, going? Or people just... I mean, well, the team pond scrims that we're trying to go on. I mean, one when we're teaming with what Ian Cap, um, Ian Cap, who is wow, I'm actually getting Nato, uh, Nato, uh, and Zero is um, point. oh yeah, wow. a couple of them are starters now, right, Trey? Yes, yeah, Nato's a starter. Cap uh, has just full sided into kind of just being a content slash Warzone person Cap. right now. Barstool, Barstool cap, cap. Mm-hmm. and then Ian. Unfortunately for Ian, he's the same way because, like, you know, he got that notification from Seattle saying he's not going to come back this year. So it's like, you know, like there's no incentive for them to play, like, you know, right. Team Pond scrim. So it's kind of like I'm sitting there, like, kind of doing nothing and just, you know, trying to play because, like, I'm always down to like play scrims and everything like that. But like, even when we got like our next generation uh pine team uh proto went to seattle and started starting damn um and then oh yeah doug doug went on to an amateur team as well and then it was like okay like we're back at the same position again you know yeah so being someone who's like such a true competitor like you are has i guess all have all these setbacks uh started to get to you yet where you just feel like I don't even want to get on the game and look at it in a competitive way. And I'm just going to start like go really full into this content creation and war zone or whatever it is that you're going to do. I don't know. Uh, interesting question. Cause for me, it's very weird to just think about like content creation, like, uh, 
content creation, like playing Warzone and stuff like that, because I've always been such a like a driven competitor my whole entire life. You know, competing and everything like that it's just been my life. It's given me so much in my life that like I could just never be able to act like ever ah, be ever to like repay it. So like to just completely disregard that and try to go down a different path, it's very weird to me and very kind of like unknown. I'm not really 100% sure like Years. if that's something I can actually do. Yeah, That's how it feels, brother. That's how it feels. Something yeah. when a new opportunity comes. But uh, my, that leads into my, my next question. So thank you, John, which was like, if when you eventually do get back on a team, which it will happen, yeah. like how big of a role will content creation play? Like you're going to continue to stream. Like is that a non-negotiable? Like you got to stream scrims um, going forward whenever team you get on because – like you said, you have a huge community in the making, and as COD continues to grow, it's only going to get bigger, right? So how do you feel about that? Like, uh, when you do get um, back on the team, how would you balance it? I see. I mean, John <laughs> John can agree with me on this one. I don't agree with team, uh, screaming, uh, streaming team scrims. I've it's never tough, agreed though. with it whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, it's tough now as you a community, see. but... I mean, it's tough as a community since, like, I have, like, a huge community. Obviously, I want to give them content creation, you know, give them, like, ample enough time, like, with me on screen and everything like that. But, like, when you look at all these other big esports and, like, all the like all the stuff that they do, like, League of Legends doesn't scream scrims. CSGO doesn't stream scrims. Overwatch doesn't stream scrims. Like, you can, we can just keep riding them off over by one by one by one and literally just look at them and be like, okay, like... You know, all of these like professional esports understand that streaming scrims is just like such like a pass or like a burden on you because you're just giving away or teaching other people how to play the game. So it's like, why would you do that? You know? Yeah. Do you yeah, think? I was, go ahead, John. Go ahead. I always thought the like even the, other than the teaching aspect, I always thought that even like the the discussions that you have with your teammates while you're on stream would be so much different than they would be off stream or people would say things that other that the fans blow out of proportion because they don't they've never actually been inside the scrim environment so you have to kind of deal with being called toxic or whatever the word may be even though really you're just trying to improve so win and i just think that if those things are happening off stream no one knows about that kind of stuff oh yeah no i think that's i think that's very funny as well because i mean john you were in you were in a lot of well, not a lot but like a, quite a bit of our team scrims on rise mm -hmm. And, like, bro, there's been so many times where, like, what, me, Dan, Austin, literally, what, going at each other's necks? Like, bro, I remember when me and Dan were literally at the pro, or, what, at the pro league together, and, like, we were screaming at each other, literally telling <laughs> each other, like, what to do, like, what was correct and what was right. We proceeded to literally go back and then start watching Food Wars together because we just, like, we don't take it personally. It's not like... I'm coming at you like as a person, you know, like I'm trying to get better. You're trying to get better. Like we're taking that as like, you know, constructive criticism. Right. Yeah. And learning from it. That the goal at the end yeah. is to win. It's kind of, I don't know like, if you watched the Jordan documentary, but it was kind of like that. All his teammates would say like, I guess the term would be kind of an asshole, but then at the end they respected and they understood why he's being like this just to prepare the team for when it came time. So they're ready to win. So and I think there's a few people like that in the community. Uh, yeah, I wish I wish people I mean the same people that call me toxic are the same people that praise Jordan and like I'm not comparing myself to Jordan whatsoever skill wise uh, But like the, the like kind of like the tactics and like, you know, the thought process and everything like I didn't even like know Jordan did any of that and I I literally did that myself just you know Because I just know it works Like it's to prepare for the tournament, you know, I don't go into a tournament super toxic and screaming at people I go into the tournament, like, vibes are high. I'm sitting there, like, I'm getting ready to play. Like, 
scrims are used to just constantly drill the importance uh, of like fundamentals and like the little important things to get ready for tournament time so that when you go into tournament time, that's the only things you're thinking about, you know? Yeah, I agree. Hey, this is Megan Rapino, and I'm Sue Bird. We've decided to turn our crazy IG live show into a podcast for your listening pleasure. Enjoy the show. A Touch More. New episodes of A Touch More drop Tuesday only on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Do you think that in scrims, uh, when you're on teams that stream scrims, because you have been on teams that stream scrims, um, when they people hear those arguments and stuff that haven't been on a pro-level COD team and they think it's toxic and they, you know, obviously talk on Reddit and on Twitter and stuff, that affects, like, the other pro players' view of you? Do you think that's affected your career? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I believe so, in a way. I feel like people just don't really get a chance to know me as a player. I feel like it's just like kind of like a hive mindset. You guys ever like see that clip of like Kevin Hart uh, where like somebody was like, nah, the Titanic is trash. And then somebody jumped on and said, yeah, the Titanic is trash. It's like, okay, like why? And they're like, oh, I thought we were just bad mouthing something for no reason. And like, you know, it's cool to hate on something without getting to know it whatsoever. You know, it's like one of those things where like, I'm not even given a chance. Like, People aren't really giving me a chance whatsoever. It's like, I think of everything's just very logical, uh, which is really stupid for the COD community, unfortunately. (laughs) Um, When it comes to like logical things, it's like you go into a job, right? Like a normal job, you tell some, uh, somebody tells you something or your boss tells you that you're doing something wrong the first time, the second time, the third time in a nice way. By the fourth time, I guarantee you're probably fired and they're getting a new one. Absolutely. I guarantee you by the third time, they probably get get somebody new. By the second time, they probably get someone new. You're probably lucky to even get one opportunity that the boss tells you that you're wrong. Because there's so many people that could just come in and just replace you. No, absolutely. Like, I mean. that's, that's, that's how I feel. That's how I think of it. As like, and that's just kind of like my thought process on all of it. I take this as serious as like a regular job. I mean, yeah, it should be. You guys, I think it should be taken even more serious with the way. Well, even Yeah, even more serious. Yeah. And so when you say that, do you feel like you weren't given a fair chance uh, on the Huntsman roster? Like people are going to want to know what led to you being replaced on the team because you guys were playing well, at least to, for the public eye. It looked like you guys were doing just fine. I and mean, like given a fair chance, uh, I was given a fair chance. It was just like... When you get on every single day and it was like the same thing over and over and over. And it was like, it got to the point where like, it wasn't me saying anything anymore. It was like, it was like me and Alec would just be sitting there and be like, like, I wouldn't say anything. Alec would be like, we're messing up the same things that we talked about over and over again. And I'm just like, yup, like what, like there's nothing else that needs to be said. Like we just kept, we, a mistake is something that only happens once. Once it's like once it happens multiple times, it's a choice. You're choosing to be ignorant. You're choosing not to fix it. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, go ahead. Ant. Um, yeah, so like I wanted to backtrack a little bit so we can like tell this full story about like this Huntsman team and everything. Cause I want to get into like all the details of that and like know what happened, why it happened, and uh sort of where your mind space is at during the whole process. So like 
How did the team form in the beginning? We ask everybody this question, but I want to hear it from you. How did this team form in the beginning? Like, was this a team you wanted to be on from the start? Like, how, how did this all happen? I mean, yeah, from the very beginning, I've always wanted to team with Alec. I feel like, or, um, like, when he was on United and everything like that. Alec is my favorite teammate that I've ever actually played with because, like, he just... Uh, the most, uh, like, you know, thinks the most like me and, like, just understands how to play the game just as much as me and play, like, plays the game almost just as much as me. So it's, like, it's just a no-brainer. Like, when I team with him on United, I mean, same with Preston. Uh, like, they just understand how to actually play the game really well and actually put in the time and effort to be good at it. But um, during, like, all the offseason, everything that went down... Uh, what Alec was getting offered by pretty much everyone, as one could, you know, obviously assume, because yeah. he just won champs. Uh, I think uh, he got he got offered on Seattle that everybody else knows, and um, I think like it was like almost like a last second thing where I don't know something happened where like I think people were like freaking out, and Alec was like kind of losing composure because nothing else was kind of getting like finalized. And then, like, Matt hit him up and basically just kind of all of this kind of just spiraled effect into just kind of everybody getting on board at the same time. Yeah. So then, like, the team's form, the year starts, and immediately everybody's like, that's a good-ass team. It's a solid roster. Yeah. Um, and you guys were great, like, going into the season, um, you know, with this team. Did you expect to be that good right off the bat? And then um, how were the vibes at that time? I mean, if we're being honest here, any other game, like, we would have probably been the best team in the game, like, undoubtedly. Uh, this game this game is, what, a sub's paradise, I guess you could say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess you could say. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but, like, I'm a natural flex. I need to, like, I use the subs on the subs maps, and I use the ARs on the AR maps. This game, that's just not how this game works. Used this, I used a sub primarily, which is just weird to me. Alec is, I guess, considered hypothetical flex because only on one map, I guess you could say. Yeah, but <laughs> as your cave, but yeah. yeah. But if like the meta actually was good and like you know the way the game was like actually like kind of benefited like a flex or like you know AR kind of like mindset, I feel like we'd have been the best in the game, like undoubtedly. Like it wouldn't have been close. Yeah, but because mm. what? Go ahead. What does it take? for you guys to like wanted to well for the team to wanted to stick it out because you guys were a top three team like did you guys have to be undoubtedly the best team in the game to stay together uh i don't think it was i think it's just always a thing that uh you know when you're a competitor like when you're not winning like at all like multiple times and constantly making the same mistakes over and over again it gets to a certain point where i guess like change is needed where they felt like, you know, something, like, needed to change uh, for, you know, things to kind of, I guess, develop and kind of improve. Uh, I don't think it was, uh, you know, I lost my train of thought, to be honest. Did you go into the team, did you go into the team knowing that if shit hit the fan, you would be the one? That got replaced because kind of looking at the roster and the history, it's like, well, Formal and Scump are never getting dropped from that team, right? It's like you had to have had a little bit of apprehension going on to it, like knowing like if shit hits the fan, I'll probably be the one, right? 
Oh, no, I knew that from the very beginning. It didn't matter. Like, what people seem to, I feel like, don't understand is, is that it was... It, I could have been the best teammate. I could have been the worst teammate. It 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 all came down to the fact that if we weren't winning, I was gone. Oh, I mean, it, I assume I, that, but I didn't know even if you were the best teammate. So, so, but what what led to it though? Like, what what led to the decision ultimately to replace you? I mean, I I I truly don't like now. I guess it's just one of those things where. For, you know, replacing somebody, it's they needed kind of like a breath of fresh air with somebody that was kind of like positive vibes, you know, sitting there kind of <laughs> not really <laughs> not really saying anything. Because all it like when they dropped me, all it kind of did was is like, all right, they brought in Preston to kind of like bring up like the speed and pace, which Preston is known for. Right. Mm -hmm. But Preston is not known as the person that sits there and tells you everything that we're like that's going wrong and like, you know. Like, he'll give his ample input, right? Like, whenever it needs to be done. But he's not that person that will point at the mistakes and be, like, that bad guy, you know? So all it does, like, for me, it was, for me, nobody wants to be the bad guy. Why does, like, nobody wants to be that guy? So I'm just like, all right, I'll put be. my hands in the mud. And, like, I'll get, I'll get, like, you know, I'll get dirty yeah. and, like, literally say the stuff that needs to be said. Like, I don't care if you got, like, it doesn't matter to me. I don't <laughs> care if you got 30 championships. I don't, I don't care, like, at all. Like, we're equals. Like, if you tell me something I'm doing wrong, I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to be like, you know what? You're right. But, like, regardless of how you want to say it, I've literally told them that multiple times to the point where you can scream it at me. You can yell it at me. I don't care. You're taking the time and energy to kind of teach me and, you know, help me get better. And I appreciate that. It's so easy to literally not say anything. I could say I could have said nothing that whole time. And then what would have happened is someone else would have been the bad guy. Yeah. And then I still would have been gone by that chance. Like I probably still would have been gone somehow. That's wild. That's why it's just wild I mean, thinking about. I mean, I I can understand it because of the players that are on that team, why they made that decision. Um, it just seems like you guys could have definitely stuck together. Um, but I guess when you really think about the meta. They would have had it. They would have had it. They would have had to decide between you, Formo, and Arcides, realistically, if they wanted to get another straight up sub. And you know, I oh guess no, the decision. The decision, obviously, like it was, yeah. it was logical. That's why, like, I didn't like. I think the only thing I actually got mad about was the way they handled it completely. Um, like what it was. It was a decision between what me and Alec, literally, pretty much. Like that's it. Like. Me and Alec both knew that too. And the decision between me and Alec, it was, no, it was just Alec. Like, Alec was guaranteed, like, regardless of anything that happened, like, Alec was going to be, like, still on the team. Mm. And, so, like, Dylan, Dylan was pretty much safe, like, completely. And, like, obviously, Matt, like, Matt and Seth could have gotten, like, I'm not even saying they did, did but Matt and Seth could have got 360 turned on literally three events <laughs> in a row, and they wouldn't have gotten dropped. Do you think that that creates, like, a, I mean, you know, it's like something that people are kind of scared to talk about, but, you know, I don't really care, so I'm going to bring it up. Do you think that that creates, like, a toxic environment, having, like, undroppable people? Like, how is it? I mean, there's, like what, there's what, six players that are undroppable right now that you could say? Let's name uh, who, who are they? No matter well, how they one, perform. The no matter one. how they perform, Krim, Clay, yeah. um, Gump, Formal. Swear. Who's Who's the... Well, who's the octane octane yeah octane's uh, one of them that you could say probably just not going anywhere slasher um 
I mean, I guess you could, yeah, I guess you could consider Slasher. I was trying to think of, like, more, like, because followers, followers just means everything to organizations and, like, you know, the ability to pump out content. Oh, dash. Yeah. Yeah, dash. Oh, yeah, that's true. Huh? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. You yeah. laughed, you said. <laughs> no, dash, no, you would be no, on that's that. not what I was saying at all. No, that's not what I was saying at all. It's just, that whole team is just, like, full of people, like, I'm not even sure that Dashy puts out much content anymore. He could. He has the uh, ability to. Well, you see I mean, it. Yeah, he is. You're seeing but, it more and more in like COD League. Like some players won't be benched, and some will. Like some people are more expendable than others. And you know, yeah, your following and your willingness to do content and be good in said content that has a big influence on your position on teams. I mean, I think about like Ultra, some of those two players, and think about some of these other teams and. It's yeah. I mean, that's how it is. But to answer the question, like, do you think that creates a toxic environment? Uh, I think it just creates laziness. Okay. Uh, I think it's one of those things where, um, like you know, pressure makes diamonds. I've always believed that. Uh, <laughs> you know, when I was on my rise team, I believed. Even when we were winning, at any sort of like time, I could get dropped. No thought in my mind did I think, "Oh crap, I'm a two-time MVP. I'm good." You know, like I'm good. Like I'm not gonna get dropped. I thought, no, there's there's still a chance I could get dropped. Ex- especially for me right now, it's so important for me and like how I want to, you know, like try to like hold my position and everything, like on teams, like why I'm always like putting in 14 to 16 hours a day, literally playing, watching VOD and always like trying to get better just, just for me is because like what people don't understand is I'm a Canadian. I'm living in the United States lawfully on a visa. Once I get off a team because I, what did bad, guess what? I get sent back home. I don't want to go back home. (laughs) I don't want to go back home to Toronto. <laughs> Damn, I Canada's that trash. Eight you got to follow the Damon Karma route. Time to find yourself an anime waifu. Canada. No I don't want to go back home. <laughs> Yo, I've never heard anybody say that like that. Yo, Canada's that cheeks, bro? I thought Toronto was lit. No, it's so, more just it's more just my like. So he's not going to ultra, guys. I'm not going to ultra. What? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. No, I've told I've told I've told people that so many times. I'm like, no, I'm not going to ultra. I'm not going back home to Toronto. Like, so we send that I clip just, to ultra. Just like it, it's just like when I left when I left Toronto back in back in the beginning of Black Ops Four. I was in like my worst state of my life in my entire like literally just undeniably. And like when I got to Dallas, moved in with like Alec and stuff like that, like I started like noticing that my like uh mood was just becoming way better. I was becoming more happier. I was like, you know, just I was starting to live life rather than survive it. Yeah, that's good. Uh but I mean it was it was just it was super nice, but you know, that's you think that it was just due to being around someone that was like like-minded like you as a competitor and just I mean just yeah that that was like a really big thing for me as well being around Alec like I think it was really nice like cuz Alec's just like a dweeb and like kind of like helped me like open up out of my shell <laughs> and you know kind of like just helped me be myself and I think that was like a big thing for me uh that I need to improve on and you know, learn to kind of get around that, but yo, random you know, question. Black Ops 4, was it weird living with someone that you weren't teaming with at all? Like, oh, just... 
Oh no, it helps me literally keep my sanity because that that LG, <laughs> that LG team. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna bring that up at some point too. Because oh yeah, yeah I wanted to bring that. You guys did not get along very well at all. And then it was in the off season why like people were roasting about it. But I put like the Huntsman lower on my list is because I just knew you guys didn't get along the season before. And then the very next season, you were team with with Madigan. I was like, how the it was. Is- it was like one of those situations that I don't <laughs> understand. Like, well, not like the like the LG situation. Like, people like wanted to bring up the like the track record, right? Like, of me like being benched and like, um, always, always about the track record and like how like I got better. How I benched myself on United. Bench or somebody said I benched myself on LG, which just wasn't true, but. You know, the only the only time that like me getting benched that I ever, you know, literally regret completely is the is the United situation. Like, bro, me and Alec were literally joking about it yesterday. Like he was bringing it up in my face. And I was like, dude, trust me. I know. Stupidest mis- mistake I've ever made. If we went to champs together, we probably would have won compl- mm-hmm. like easy. Like you guys were nasty. Yeah. But um, that LG situation, when I got benched, I was literally sitting there jumping for joy. I was literally fucking headbanging. <laughs> I was I was sitting there. I was like, "Bro, get me the fuck off this team!" Like I would. I I was on like I was on that team, and at that time I was working out with you know Mochilla, uh, Steve, and Adam because that's all. Bad bad place. (laughs) uh, Because I mean, because they were just they were in my apartment complex, so I was always working out with them every single day, and like it was it was like generally helping like my mood and like you know helping me as a person like grow, and. Every single time I remember, I would get I would get back from the gym, you know. And when you get back from the gym off pre workout or something like that, you just you're jolted. <laughs> you're like you're right. in a you're in a great mood. Like everything's going, everything's flowing. You're just like, let's go. Like had a had a protein shake right beside me. Like I was ready to go. I'd get on. Somebody's late an hour and a half. <laughs> and if it wasn't somebody late being an hour and a half, someone's trolling. And if it's not someone trolling, then like the scrims are chalked. And I'm like, I'm sitting there just like holding it in. Like, I'm like, no, I'm going to be a good person. I swear I'm going to be a good person. And then I think the final click in my head was, holy fuck, I want off this team. Was we didn't scrim two weeks before London, the event. Two weeks. We just didn't scrim. Just not once. I was like, oh, this is cool. Dude, just everything that you've said in the beginning of this show, all the things that you were talking about, your mentality, the way you are as a competitor, all your teams, everything. And to hear that, it just, yeah, I'm just imagining sense. your blood boiling day in the and day out. The opposite of everything he wants was his LG team from Black Dude, Oh, it was, it was so bad. Like I was holding, I remember holding in, like we would go like four maps, right? Like in scrims and like people are just trolling the whole time. And I'm like, keeping it in, like, you know, I'm in a good mood. Like I'm in a generally good mood. And then by the fifth map, they keep trolling and not trying to take it serious. And we're getting fucking smoked. Like, we're just getting destroyed. And then by the fifth map, I'm like, fuck you guys. You guys just pissed me the fuck off. I was in a great mood today. I was like, why the fuck did you guys just kill my fucking high? Yeah. I mean, I remember back then thinking, like, dude, this guy's a maniac when I would watch, like, clips and stuff of you raging. And then, like, in hindsight, though, like, I would lose my mind, too. So, I mean, I I understand. That's... Yeah, man, that's fucking crazy. And, you know, we have here on the stock, a lot of your teams end in ruins and <laughs> they look like great teams and then they just end in ruins. Like, can you, like, talk us about a couple of those teams? Like, what happens in, in, from your perspective? Well, people let's would... start with, let's start with, like, the United team because you guys were legitimately 
like godlike at Infinite Warfare. Bro, that was the one team, or one of the, like, one of the two teams that, like, we played together as a team. Like, we were a fucking team. Like, we were a unit. And, like, we, that team, that team was, I think, the biggest peril for it was, uh, back then, Justin Silly, Fargo. Oh, he didn't yeah. take it serious whatsoever, like, at all. Like, I mean, he, he's admitted it himself. You know, I love Justin as a person, and he's he's improved on these things completely, like, uh, and, like, you know, tenfold, and, like, actually, like, generally kind of listen to, like, what I had to say. And, like, I'm really happy about that. But Justin didn't care whatsoever back then. Um, I feel like, for me, it was, I was just in such a bad spot like mindset wise, not like in game wise that like I kind of had like no safe space, you know, like my in my like out of game life was just severely fucked. My in game life was just like kind of crumbling because like we were just raging all the time. And like that was like part of me as well. Like I was like kind of like a cause of it as well. And, you know, it was just a toxic like from both fronts, you know, and yeah. like I kind of it was like one of those things where like I just needed a way out. And, like, I just made, like, a stupid decision in that kind of moment that I regret a lot that I wish I could go back and, you know, not make. But, you know, got to live and let learn. Not really much yeah. I can do. Think it's your biggest mistake? And then Biggest mistake I've ever made. I'll regret <laughs> it from the day I die. It's yeah. the stupidest thing I Easily. will. That's yeah. the one time you actually bench yourself. You were considered, like, the best, if not the best player in the game, like, a the second best player in the game, whatever you were considered at the time, you easily could have gotten silly dropped. You know that <laughs> if you wanted to, you just be like, listen. So that that you think is That's your crazy. biggest kind of regret? Yeah, no, it's yeah. not even close. I was not blown even blown away during that time, bro. Dude, you've been involved in some crazy. I was shocked. Shit. I was shocked by that too. No, that like, was that. Was, you yeah. might have been the first person at that time by that time to like actually bench themselves going into a major COD tournament. That never happened. Yeah, nobody fucking could believe it. They're like, holy fuck, this guy's balls. Yeah, we're going to need a gunless uh, documentary, bro. We need a, <laughs> this guy's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> this shit's hilarious. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, and I think you just gave us like a lot of perspective on sort of like your mindset and how it doesn't always translate well into teams. Because there is like the culture in Call of Duty where, yes, people are starting to take it more serious. They're being like more on time. You know, it's more professional, but there still is the culture in Call of Duty where it's like friendship. Like people don't like to be, you know, in uncomfortable situations. People don't like uncomfortable discussions. People don't like to be, you know, the hard talk being yelled at, telling them they were doing something wrong. A lot of people have individual egos because they've been on so many different teams. And that culture in Call of Duty won't go away for a, a little bit longer. So until all these, you know, other kids coming up learn. Um, so it's probably created a, a bit of a struggle for you. Like, do you have any teams in mind that, you wish you could go to that you think it wouldn't be a struggle. Um. <laughs> as I tell as I tell my stream every time they ask me something about what team I'm going to, 10k gifted. <laughs> All right, 10k gifted. I chat, so go. somebody hits me with 10k gifted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can. If somebody gives you 10k gifted, I'll I'll be all for it. There we go. How about the first letter for one gifted? Oh my! One gifted for the first letter of either the city name or the team name. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, there we go, so, chat. See, look, we already got a little bit of info. There is a team in mind. <laughs> see, you saw that pause. We love to see it. But that's all you guys are going to get today. I promised them I wouldn't pry there. Let's, let's, go, <laughs> let's go four, though. So after you join FaZe and like that team doesn't really work out, uh, you ended up on Echo Fox, right? Oh, uh, yeah. In World War II. How did that happen? And then you transitioned before you transitioned to Rise, which was obviously a really good team that people were asking about. Um, The Echo Fox team was one of the situations where, uh, honestly... I, it, it wasn't really anything I could do. It was uh, getting on every single day. Like, I was... How I, like, thought of it is I got on every single day and I was trying to, like, improve and play um, and try to, like, you know, tell people what we're doing wrong. And, like, back then, uh, it was, like, a breath of fresh air, you know? Like, it was kind of like going into a new game, new team, and everything like that. Like, I was trying to be, like, positive and remote. Wow. That literally super fire backfired on me so hard. I remember getting on every day and like, I'd be like, we're doing this wrong. And Bryce is just like, nope. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's just like, nope. You're like, nah, you're not, you're not right. And I'm like, like, I would just kind of take it with a grain of salt and be like, you know what? Whatever. We're good. Just keep it going. Um, it just to, you know, prevent like any kind of like arguments and stuff like that. Getting shut down every single time or not being like, you know, listened to. Um, obviously reflected in my stats what I had like a 0 .8, 0 .9 yeah. literally over and over and over again uh, it, it's actually a fantastic situation because um, just me as a player I learned so much from that situation is that if I'm like if people just aren't listening and people like listening to me and like doing the things that like I try to like preach and talk about uh, like I just get fucking shit on like I just get absolutely fucking shit on <laughs> Like, my stats are just do so bad. Like, if people just aren't, like, doing the stuff that, like, you know, we're talking about and, like, telling people to do, and, like, we're just kind of running around and just doing whatever we want, like, my, like, 1.2, 1.3s that you guys see, they plummet all the way down to 0 0.8. <laughs> and that's that's a that's a thing that I learned from, uh, from my, like, Echo Fox team is that, like, you know, if people... People aren't going to, like, you know, put in the time, the effort, and, like, the drive to, like, kind of, like, improve themselves yeah. in-game. Then, like, I just, like, I just, I won't, like, kind of, like, mesh with them. And, like, I just won't do good. Like, that's why, that's where kind of, like, where I, you know, shined on my rise team. So, question uh, about, you know, just watching, man. Because I'm sure you've been watching all the games and stuff like that. And you've probably put a closer eye on to, like, all these teams, right? Like, watching these guys play. Like, you're probably... Paying more attention now than before, I feel like, because when you're not competing, you're, when you're competing, you're so focused on your own team. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely looking at other teams and like kind of like seeing like their faults and the stuff that they need to improve on. So it's always e it's always easier to for me. Uh, obviously, actually, not not probably for me. For probably for anybody too. Even like you guys, like you guys could look at like a mini map and be like. All right, they're messing up here. Or, like yeah. they're messing up here, and you can like learn stuff like a lot easier than you can from playing. Just like just that's how backseat gaming is. Yeah. So, um, oh, go ahead. No, no, you're good. Yeah, because that leads me to the next part of that, where like I'm wondering, like now that you're sitting back and watching more, if you're noticing like what teams have major issues that you don't think they can overcome. Like what teams right now in the league, other than obviously like your your gorillas and stuff like that. You think you can't fix their problems and need to make a change? Um, no, it's very, it's a very weird situation when uh, they, what they brought in Chino, because 
on Optic? Because mm-hmm. what he's just he's just not like a sub, you know. Like I just when you think of Chino, what do you think? You think yeah, AR. an AR player? Yeah. Like and it wasn't like he wasn't like like when I played against him on my Rise Nation days, right? Like. Uh, and he was like the flex for the. Actually, no, I don't know who was the flex for the TK team. I still don't know to this day <laughs> because it switched so like frequently. I'm not kidding. But that team, like it was every single day, like Chino ran the sub sometimes, or like Lamar ran the sub sometimes, and it was just like, like neither of them are natural flexes whatsoever. So mm-hmm. it was it was a weird situation when you bring in Chino. And put him in a role where I guess he has to do a lot of the dirty work that, um, that like needs to be done. Since like you know you kind of want your Kenny, TJ, even like Dash, he kind of running around and getting the kills. Well, like you know, someone has to do the dirty work. You know, yeah. But yeah. like I just don't like I just feel like you put any or you just put like kind of like a sub player in front of Gino. Uh, you know that team probably gets a little bit of better results. Because I just, when I see Chino if it's up, I don't think, like, he just has, like, the pace or, like, match to, like, do it. No, I get it. Especially uh, when games played. What, what else? Um, what, uh, not LAG, Toronto. Uh, um, I'm just wondering if your perspective's changed a little bit. Like, you're watching these teams like, oh, man, I could fix them for sure. Fix them for sure? I mean, I'm... <laughs> Uh, my chat tells me every single day I could fix every single team. Jesus every, Christ! Every podcast we have, they think that you're going to whatever team the person is. What I've I've like, heard so many things like, oh, you could go, you could go to Optic and like, you know, fix their issues, or you could go, oh, you could go to Seattle and fix their issues. And I'm just like, seems like you guys want me to fix issues. Why, like, why the fuck do I have to go into a team and fix a bunch of issues? <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of internal problems here. Like, uh, feel like I'm back on my envy or what Black Ops Four envy days, where I'm literally oh, going in and trying to fix, fix and fix a problem that like God, that team was ass. Yeah, we just oh, we, just, we just let that team slide. You got thrown oh, that, to the ringer. Oh yeah, shout out <laughs> shout out LG Steve for that one. That we were the two biggest he was. gunless fans during that time because you were actually nasty. But man, that team was garbage, brother. What oh yeah, no, nah, I there? was. I was disgusting. I single-handedly brought a fucking team to a pro league. <laughs> what? Well, anyone? Anyone disagree? At a one point five, one point six, at Vegas. Uh, at Vegas. Yeah. I, I had that. the most damage in the game. I, literally the most you damage remember, in the whole entire tournament. One man army. Hey, do you remember? What, do you remember we were we were getting toasted? Because I remember that event, and I was uh, like, we were. I'm pretty sure Pierce just played the best event ever, but. But Brandon Dash best event ever. Well, because we like called the, you the best in the game at the time, so yeah, we got fried. Dash had the god stats, and they won the tournament, and it was like <laughs> we were getting torched. I got Bro, roasted what? harder after that tournament because of that statement, harder than I've ever gotten roasted before in my life. And I remember honestly exactly the conversation. I got asked who's the best player in the game, and I went honestly, you know, I think Gunless is the best player in the game for what he had to do for his team, and. Dashy is a close second. And then John uh, John said after that as well, he was like, he broke down like, why? And then our mentions were fucking torched at that time. Do you remember that, John? That was like two months. Yeah. Two months yeah. we couldn't live that. Like, they were just frying us. There's only, there's only, that's the only tournament that I would really pride myself on being saying, I fucking, like, I don't like, pro- be like, oh yeah, I fucking carried them. Like, this is the only tournament where I'm like, bro, I fucking grabbed them by the neck and I said, we're fucking going to the pro week. Let's go. 
<laughs> like fucking get like I don't fucking care what you have to do. Like stop just fucking get some kills and I'm literally drop I drop streaks every single map almost. Yeah, that was that was a lit that was a lit time in COD actually. Like people the way people like described that event was is like I almost dropped better better stats uh stats than Dashy. Um and they were like, no, but you didn't. And I was like, bro, I literally had to play what from top sixteen losers all the way to down to top four. Do you know how many matches that is? And I managed to still have a point or one point five and the most damage. It's way easier to have a better KD and play less. That's and have true. more damage. Very true. There's yeah, but I've seen you on those runs before. You did that at Seattle. Whenever you're, whenever you go through those long tournaments, you just start frying. Yeah, but me and Austin, I'm gonna be honest. Me and Austin were fucking torching everybody. <laughs> like that was just like a fucking like TJ, dude. I remember TJ going into Sunday, bro. He had a point six, and I still thought, yo, TJ, you're good. You're fucking chilling. Like, let's fucking go. Like, let's go, you fucking fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> did we talk about? Uh, oh, we did talk about Rise a little bit. Man, we never yeah. talked about the end. We didn't talk we about the end about, of Rise, though. Yeah. People want to know about the end of, like, because you guys were considered, like, close to a dynasty, basically. Yeah, you should first have a couple place, more First place, second place. And then just the end, like, whatever happened at Champs. Like, can you talk about that at all? Uh, I mean, from your, from your definitely, from my perspective, it definitely went all kind of, like, downhill, I think. I still think to this day, I was literally thinking about it before coming on the podcast. I still think to this day that, like, bro... Uh, I think Austin is like a really good teammate and like I agree with him on pretty much almost everything um, You know like in-game COD and like all that right the one thing that I just did not agree with Austin on is like It's the one thing that I'll just I'll, I'll never be able to understand I guess with anybody is like when you tell him you when you tell him he does something wrong, he just can't admit it He just cannot admit it deep down in his soul <laughs> like smile. something Something deep down in his soul just does not allow him to admit he's wrong. And if he actually, like, I don't know if, like, he's actually fixed that or not, but, like, that's the only thing that, like, I literally had a problem with. I'm like, bro, I was like, no no person in the world is perfect. It's impossible. It quite literally is impossible. He's a really like, good at debating, too. You guys probably got into some oh, crazy. Oh, bro, he's crazy. Well, they are a whole team full of, except for TJ, oh, but, like, Danny, too. Oh, yeah, Danny, yep. <laughs> And then whoever side Danny took just ended that conversation every time. I bet. Oh like, no, there's a lot of the a lot of the art events. I still think is funny to this day. Is like it wasn't like me and Austin. It was a lot like Dan and Dan and Austin. Because like Dan would Dan would say something like we're doing this wrong, and Austin would be like and then kind of like counterfeit it. And then me and Teej would just be sitting there calling each other fat. And then like literally they would be losing full because we're not trying. Um, <laughs> team had to be hilarious, bro. Oh no, it was what it was comedy. Team. And then like, whenever the, I would inject, like whenever I needed to, to like say like the things that we're doing wrong, or like you know what, I, like my input to see like everything like that. Because um, there's like a lot of times where uh, I feel like you know people's communication can always be better, like in in game. And I feel like that's always like a very weak uh, suit that a lot of professional players have. And Austin uh, triggered me one day because, like, he didn't call out something that, or, that he was doing. And I was, like, one away from streaks. And, like, I died. And I was, like, bro, Austin, why the fuck did you not call that out? And he's, like, you have a mini-map. And I was, like, <laughs> I literally immediately was, like, oh, yeah. I, like, I, I immediately just said, I can't win. I can't win with you. 
You know what? You know what I'm thinking right now, though, is like, even though that sounds kind of frustrating and stuff, if you had a team where, you know, like that again, where you had like an Austin or an Looney and people who are very intelligent cop players who can get in arguments and get over it, like that might be the best environment for you, like possible in COD because they will understand where you're coming from. Like when you rage out, they're like, yo, I, I do this shit too. Like he's trying to get something across here. He's not trying to be a dick. Like you almost need a team like that of at least two other people. So the whole vibe conversation never becomes a thing. You know what I mean? Like, do you, yeah, do you miss nah. that? I, I definitely, I definitely do miss that. Cause yeah. like in that environment, like that just gets me in my groove. Cause like, everyone's thinking about winning everyone's thinking about doing like the things that need to be done everyone wants to win as badly as like you know the next person sitting next to them and that's like just like that's just like a great like mindset to be in like why i think like john can agree with me on this but like other esports uh other esports like league of legends counter-strike i I don't know about overwatch but league of legends and counter-strike like if you do something wrong like multiple times like one year they're going to get replaced or two they're just going to be like what the fuck are you doing like the coaches are going to get mad at you they're going to scream at you they'll be like dude you're doing this over and over again like what the fuck <laughs> like that's why like cod is like considered a joke in that aspect where it's like oh like you need to have good vibes and it's like bro in, in the in, in korean or in korean lcs like you think they're just sitting there like good vibes i'm pretty sure there's like multiple articles that sit in there like bro it's like some of the most toxic relationships ever but why is korean lcs considered like what the most competitive and probably best like region in the world the creme de la creme of esports brother yep yeah Yeah. i mean it just sucks because there's not a lot of players out there like that that are for you like in cod right now to team with so Uh it's a tough situation exactly yeah there's not a lot of dan's there's not a lot of austin's there's not a lot of use yeah, <laughs> there is there is definitely not a lot of Dan's Austin's. Uh, what I feel like Krim scored it like that as well. Yeah, he is. There is he there is. are some, definitely but a lot is. of them there's retired. There's definitely those players that are out there. It a, just, lot, a lot of them retired though. That's that's the tough part. Well, those guys are. are said, I think that because of what he said, where it's like a lot of COD is like about vibes and like it's just along it's with momentum. Teammates, yeah. That if those players stop being like amazing, basically they stop frying all the time. They're the first person to get rid of. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. while the vibey guy can maybe not play as well, they'll still keep him around for a longer period of time while people like Pierce have to fry. Well, look at Danny. Like, I think he's fry. a prime example of a player who obviously Dan is still good, but like he used to be undeniable. So if he's fucking roasting and telling you what to do and everybody else is pissed off about it, like you still can't get rid of him. But look at Dan now. Like, yeah, he's not the player individually that he once was. He's still nasty. Not the player individually once was, and he gets benched, which is like, it's crazy. You know what I mean? So soon, a lot of the people that are like that won't be here anymore. So it's up to some of these players. I to mean, that's just that's just pure just pure winning mindset. Just, it's like that's that's just competition right there. Like you just got to like that's that's the shit that I respect at the most is like. When you get on every single day and play, right, like you're putting in, like for me, it's I'm putting in 14 hours a day over and over and over again. I want to win. Like I'm think, I go to bed thinking about COD. I wake up thinking about COD. And I just, I, I always think about every single time before I get on, like how I'm like supposed to like get better and everything like that. And it's just like all of those vibey like players are just like, that's just not how they are. Like they're just not fundamental, fundamentally built like that. Yeah. Like Austin... Dan, well, uh, 
you know, they like they put in the time and the effort to be good, and you know, they like pride themselves. Like even Alec, like Alec, you know, prides himself on putting like in a shit ton of time. And like that's that's the shit I can actually respect when people are putting in the time, the effort to get better, and willing to listen, willing to, you know improve the things that they suck at and prove and, and actually reach their potential bro you have no idea how happy it makes me when people realize their potential it's like let's fucking go like bro this guy could be disgusting if you just fix like the like that one bad thing that like most players have yeah do you have any teammates that where you where you saw that where where you're just like maybe they weren't the best player in the world but they reached their potential like they they worked hard to reach their potential and you were oh, just dude, like happy to I, team with them yeah, Nick, classic. Oh. Uh, Nick is the only person that I don't blame in that whole LG situation. Nick, every single day, wanted to get better. Every single day, wanted to actually get... And got on and, like, actually with a positive mindset every single time. Nick literally gets flamed every single time about that situation, about how, like, you know, he's done bad yeah. on that team, like, put up, like, a point or point seven point eight. But, like, that's just not his fault. <clears throat> like, he just didn't... Nick is the type of person that needs... To be like playing the game a lot, and people need to be taken seriously, and giving constructive criticism. Like he, dude, he was always willing to hear people on like what, uh, what he needed to improve on, and like, bro, that's that's a hundred percent. Like, great teammate. Mm. Never got mad at Nick one time. Nick's just Nick's just a good guy. Love to hear that. Well, I'm gonna do a quick oh, wow. plug for the Collins. Um, once again, thank you everybody who. For tuning in, um, we're going to do some call-ins at the end of this episode. So um, if you want to come and ask Gunless a question, Big P, uh, you can type exclamation point call in the chat. It'll explain it to you. And exclamation point Discord to get in here and ask a question. Um, I believe, John, you also took point on the Reddit thread. So if you want to pull that up and start bringing up some of those questions, All right, we can we're begin read that off, as well. We're going to read off a couple Reddit questions to you, Pierce, if you can answer them or pass up. Up to you, of course. Um, if you could go back and change one thing during your time on the Huntsman, what would it be? Uh, hmm. Played more in the beginning of the game. I think that's it. Okay. I think I I think I played a little too less in the beginning of the game because the mini map. Ooh, the mini map got me. Oh, you guys, yeah, you, you guys know. Remember. Oh, that's <laughs> horrible. Also, also, the mini, the mini map. Every single day, I got so mad because, like, I just could not play it. I could not. Pub. I could not pub. I just yeah. couldn't pub. Yeah. And like, there was no CDL playlist back then, so it was yeah. like, what, play free for all? Actually, I don't even think you could play free for alls back then. No. I was. It was. It was. It was very bad. And honestly, that's one thing that I wish I improved on. I mean, like. Other than that, I think that's the only thing. Like, people are probably going to say, like, could have had, uh, what, like, a nicer tone and stuff like that. It's like, <laughs> you get on, you get, you get on, you get on every single day, 14 hours a day, every single day, just grinding away. And, like, you know, like, every day I was like, this, maybe today's going to be a good day. That's ah, not a good day. <laughs> maybe the next day, that's ah, not a good day again. And, like, when you're putting in that many hours every single day slaving away and just to, like, just to keep losing, you're just like, oh, like, it's just so demoralizing. Because mm -hmm. you just feel like you're just wasting your time at that point. Okay. 
Um, and before we ask the next one, chat, we are going to talk about the next event after the call-ins. Um, I just didn't want to kind of jump ship from all the topics. Just thought I'd clarify that for you guys real quick. All right. Next question. With how things have gone down on his past teams, does he now feel the need to change his attitude slash approach when dishing out criticism or dealing with teammates? Mm. One of her... Yeah, one of my friends recently gave me an analogy that... Like, yeah, I told, I told you guys this, like, you know, imagine you tell, like, you know, you tell your brother or sister or stuff like that to feed the dog, right? Like, for three to four days, or sorry, you tell them the first time, you tell them the second time, you tell them the third time, but the fourth time you're going to scream at them, right? Logically speaking? Yeah. What, you're just, are you just going to tell them, you know, nicely? I'm genuinely asking. No, probably get mad. Yeah. What? You're probably going to scream at him. You're, you're, probably, you're probably going to get mad. You're probably going to get a little bit frustrated, right? Absolutely. And I feel like a lot of people do not understand that whatsoever, but like they do that themselves, and then they look at me, and they're like, that guy's a douchebag. And then you're just like... <laughs> and then I'm just like, like what? Like, I, like, there's just... There kind of just is no winning in that situation at all. Like, people... Like, that's why I'm saying, like, thinking logically in the COD community is just so stupid. Like, you can't think logically in this community because everyone just like, he's not good vibes. I don't like his tone. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. <laughs> he said something that I did not like in a bad way. So I think that answers this question. No. He will not say he's going to be himself and try to improve the team. Like, I, I just can't. I can't be someone that I'm not. I like, I, I can't. That. I cannot... Like there was there was days when I would uh, like on the Huntsman where I was like being super positive and everything like that, and I was like waking up and like we were still fucking getting absolutely smoked, and I was sitting there I was like, well like being negative being positive like we're still getting smoked, so what like we were winning maps when like I was telling people what they were doing wrong, and we were losing I I don't think we won a map when I was when I was telling people what they or actually being positive about things. Like, I remember there was, like, a whole week. Obviously, I can't even show it anymore because I had to delete all my stuff on Twitch, uh, DMCAs, but there was, like, a whole week where I was being super positive, you know, constructive criticism and everything like that and trying to be, like, you know, a good teammate. Just to just to see kind of, like, uh, you know, just tr an example. Like, just to see if, like, anything would change, right? Bro, we got smoked even harder. Like, we didn't <laughs> win maps. Like, we, like, we kept getting – we got smoked even hard i'm not kidding when i say that like i was sitting there i was like holy shit i was like what the fuck is going on and then like i would wake up every single day and like i would look at myself in the mirror and i'd be like i don't like this like i don't like this one bit like i literally stopped recognizing myself i was like i feel i felt like i was literally killing myself just for other people yeah, I mean, I respect it. You know, you've been real since day one. Even when you're in a bad situation, he's like right there. If somebody asked you, you know, would you go back and change it? And you're like, nah, I would have been the same. I would, I would have changed shit. I respect he it. Is who he is. Yeah, I, I, I am who I am. Like you know, like bro, like I was just like I just need people like you said, like you know, those like yeah. Dan's, those Austins, and stuff like that, like around me. They're like. We can scream, like, at each, well, not scream at each other, but have, like, kind of, like, a, a, or a, a conversation where, like, you know, it could get heated and stuff like that. 
And, you know, at the end of it, like, me and Dan are watching anime together on the TV together, just chilling, having a good time. Like, no one's taking it serious. You know, another guy like that randomly is accuracy. Yeah. I swear, because me and accuracy, would we used to, like, curse each other out. Blah, 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 fuck you. And he'd be like, all right, duo, let's go. What are we doing? We're going to go get sushi? I'm like, yeah, let's go. (laughs) Like, he was cool like that. And Ken's like that, too, where you can just cuss each other out and just move on. Like, they're just trying to win. I like like that, that too. Except I had people like that too. Except the one person, because I was usually good about that. I'd, I'd rage and I'd get over it. and We'd be chilling. Except yeah. Rambo. When Rambo raged at me, it would piss me off. He's the only <laughs> one who legit. And I love Ray, but when he would yell at me, I'd be like, Ray, like you're gonna tilt me, bro. Like I'm gonna get tilt. Like, I would tell him, like, Ray, you're gonna trigger me, man. Please chill. Uh, just make me lose it. But let's do like a couple more questions from uh, Reddit. Right. On a lighter note, Pierce, what game would you compete in professionally if COD wasn't your main game? Mm, I'd like to say also, or League of Legends, but honestly, I don't think uh, that would ever happen. But <laughs> Counter-Strike, I felt like the little time that I played Counter-Strike, I was actually pretty filthy at it. But I was more of a snap, I'm more of a snap player more than anything, and I guess that's not really good. Like where like you just flick on people. You could do that on CS. You could be an opera. You could be the best. Uh, I just can't. I can't like. I can't get behind the, the the thought of like moving your arm like left and right and stuff like that. How the like how like the players the do whole that. Mouse pad. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. That thought process literally confuses me. <laughs> like I tried doing it multiple times and I'm like, holy shit, I'm getting shit on. <laughs> But They're I mean, yeah, like there was, like I would go into like one v one, like you know the one v one arenas, and like a lot of the people that were high ranked, I would literally just shit on them, mm-hmm. and like I would literally not play, uh, I would literally not play CS whatsoever. I just, I don't know, just good at good at flicking and snapping on people. Fortunately, this game is not uh, a game where you can flip a flick and snap on people. Uh, do we have questions from Ben yet and ready for Yeah, him? we have hell we have the most amount of call-ins we've ever had. Oh and, brother, let's get to this then. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. So um to let everybody know we were supposed to keep the show at one hour today, not gonna happen. We're gonna get two hours. So yeah, <laughs> screw it. Um I am going to let Ben know that he can bring people in, so I have to go up here. Um but if you do want to do a call in exclamation point call in, it'll explain how to get in here and then exclamation point discord to get in here and ask your question. Is uh, Ben just sitting down there just having a conversation? Yeah, he's vetting them to make sure they don't he's, say he makes crazy. sure that nobody comes in here and super trolls. <laughs> it's, it's impossible to stop, you know, if somebody really wants to do it, they can. Like that motherfucker. We have no, I'm kidding. But anyways, <laughs> we have a lot a lot of time. All right, Wait, so we have our first call in in here, Mike Twelve Fiori. What's going on? What's up, guys? What up, dude? Where are you from? How's, How's it going? How's it going? From Connecticut. There we go. What's up, man? What's your question? Got a question. What is your favorite event you guys have ever attended? All right. Go sorry, what? Your favorite, favorite event, event you've ever attended? Uh CW Old Way to 2017. Uh, back in IW. Oh, uh, it was. It's still my favorite win of all time, and it'll always be that. Because I think right there at that moment, uh, like when you, I just needed the money so badly. Like, yeah. yep, yep. To the uh, point where, life. like, it was. It was just life changing money. One and two it was just like, at the age of sixteen, seventeen, like I, I was kind of just you know starting to, um, you know, take care of myself. Like I was forced into being an adult. 
And by the age of 18, 19, what it was like, yeah, like an IW when we won that, like I needed that money. Like I needed it. Like I, I, I needed to pay bills, need to pay my apartment, my phone, my internet, like all of this stuff. And like winning that increased my salary, gave me that money, you know, just, it just kind of like spiraled my life into just a way better mm. uh, situation. That's what's up, man. That's, that's Where are you, John? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I want to say uh, Nats, Ghost, Ghost Champs. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, not Nats. Nats. Was, Nats was cool, but it was Vegas, and I wasn't twenty-one. Uh, oh, dude, that was an L. Ghost Champs as is well. Was fucking just, I just thought that tent. The first time I walked in there, I was gonna be so disappointed when I walked into that tent. You remember that on top of the roof? Yep, yep. I was like, what the fuck? Playing on a rooftop? Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) I walked in there and I was like, bro, this event is fire. That was the best. I still to this day think that was the best event like that at that point had ever been run. There was warm up stations literally everywhere we could play anyone. It was the best. The food was unreal. The was so spread apart. The food was amazing. Bro, this event is fire. Ghost Champs, to paint the picture, is the best main stage like I think we've ever had. No bullshit. I thought. I thought Black Ops uh, 3 was also pretty cool as well. Yeah, you were playing like up had... in the fucking skyscraper. Ew. No way. Bro, <laughs> the go- the octagon that we had in Ghost and AW was... Dude, do you guys... If you guys haven't watched it, go back to like AW yeah, Champs or yeah. Ghost Champs. Watch some of the videos and like you could literally see... Uh, like the, the way they pan the, the way they pan the camera on that octagon and they would zoom in on the player shots, the shit was fucking sick, bro. It was I think it was a hexagon actually, not an octagon, but it was <laughs> those, those events were sick. But that yeah, was, uh, that was like backups too. But remember in Ghost, like so even on the side stations at a normal event, guys, if you've ever been the side stations, people can come up and like actually just talk shit in your ear at a side station. But Ghost, everyone could still see your station, but they had to be like I, I want to say like fifteen feet back. Yeah. So it felt like you were still in your own thing and you were just you were still shit talking like back in the day when you could shit talk your opponent really face to face. But yeah. you still had all this space to work it with. Was so and sick. it was just such a cool event. It was so sick. And the stage, the main stage there was crazy. Like What's so class? you would yeah. yeah, the the not only was like what you played in dope, there was just the screens were huge, the LEDs were everywhere, and it was elevated from the floor. So when you're doing like an interview, there was massive screens behind you with like it was just fucking sick. It was just it was sick. I wish we still we we still did shit like that. It was like a really special feeling to play up there. That was a dope question, Mike. Facts. That was our first one. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good one, bro. You're here for a second, brother. And when are you joining the surge on Gomez? Oh, you only get one question. You only Next get one question. Nah, <laughs> only one question. All right. Let's read the next one. Um, so, John, when they're done with the question, I'm just going to have you drag them out so I can call for the next one. Okay. All right. Where am I moving them to? Yo, Where just move them down to uh, subscriber games. Yo, Alex, what's up, man? Yo, what's up, man? How are you doing? Doing well, man. Where are you from? Uh, just from North Carolina. Oh, calling in from NC. I lived there for a bit, man. It's a great place. What's yes, your question? So, uh, my question is uh, directed actually just straight towards Pierce. Uh, after everything that's gone down, like the lack of communication from your teammates and stuff, uh, from like when things were happening with the Huntsman, uh, I wanted to know if Alec is still your favorite teammate of all time, like you previously stated before. Oh, yeah, no, nah, Alec will always be my favorite teammate. I mean, like, I'll never be able to ever kind of, like, hate on Alec. Alec's just, like, one of those persons that, like, or sorry, not persons, people, oh, people that I just could never get really mad at. I mean, it did suck that, like, he kind of didn't tell me about, like, me being dropped and everything like that, but 
I just know that's kind of like how Alec is. So like, mm-hmm. I can't really take offense to it like at all, you know? Yeah, for sure. But, um, yeah, like Alec, Alec kind of just, you know, helped me in more ways than just one. So like, I, mm-hmm. I just could never be mad or literally just never be mad at him. Yeah. That's awesome. Sweet. All right. Thank you, Alex. Good question, brother. Yeah, of yeah. course. Thanks guys. Thank all right. Next question, Ben. You got the next guy. He's coming on in. What up, Aches? What up, Clay? Shout out you guys in the chat. Shout out to uh, the people who have subscribed to the stream thus far. I appreciate you guys very much. There's a few pros that watch pretty consistently. Aches, Clay. Slasher, Moody. usually. Yeah, those Slasher's are the homies, man. Yeah. My bros. Let me pull up the viewer list. I see Slacked in here. I see Saints. My boy Docs. Jordan General. It's good. It's good, bros. Jay. Oh, hey, there we go. Tesfax, what's going on, man? You sound like you're... Whoa, 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 whoa. homie. Hey. Yo, Tesfax. Yo. What the hell microphone do you got, bro? Uh, It's AirPods, bro. My bad. My nose ass. All right, whoa. What's your question? (laughs) All right. (laughs) So we've heard... So we've heard um, people like Pristini, Gunless, and even... Havoc talk about uh, just mental health issues even while playing, and it's taken Havoc away from it and Pristini away from it. When do you think the CDL will actually invest into the player's health like Astralis does? And okay. Counter- I guess I should probably speak to this. Um, yeah, this is more. I think, uh, I mean, I can't speak for the CDL directly because that's not what I do, but uh, I think, you know, that's probably, I mean, it's on everybody, but I think it's probably more so on the organization to provide a, a system for the players. Um, I think the, what the CDL can do is, you know, with the scheduling and stuff like that, so it's not so rigorous, um, maybe it can help out a little bit, which I think they, they did in the beginning of the season when we had, you know, back to back to back to back weekends and they, slowed it down and made it tournaments and stuff like that. So I think they fixed it a bit there, but I think it's more so on the organizations. Did you drag him out of here? Yeah, I did. So he can go back and watch. His question, but his mic was... I, I think... I th- that's yeah. actually a really good question yeah. because in uh, question in Overwatch, if you guys aren't familiar with Overwatch, there was a, a lot of players were burning out and retiring and, and quitting and stuff. <laughs> and like, what the hell is going on? And they were coming out with mental health issues. There was like a bunch of videos and stuff. So that is something to worry about with Call of Duty, especially it's happened a few times. So... I think that the CDO and the organization should pay closer attention to it before it becomes a problem. I think the only, I think the thing that the CDL um, needs, that this is something that they can do, honestly. But I think the thing the CDL needs to do the most is like, you know, support, um, kind of like get like really good, like, you know, ergonomic chairs, like desk, you know, allow players, allow players to like, you know, be able to customize kind of like their setup, like to actually promote like kind of like overall health of like stuff like that. Cause that's actually like, like almost the most important thing that you should like need to be doing is like, you, like, pe- like people don't understand that if like you sit in an incorrect way, like it literally can cause a pinched nerve in your neck, which can rate, like, which can mess up your hand. Like, bro, bro Pierce, not- that used to happen to me with the DX racers. I used to want to, I, I, I had to use a chair from the crowd. I couldn't I sit in the DX you. racer. I had to sit in one of the the WWE like, fold-up chairs from the crowd. Like, people, like, <laughs> dead ass. Yeah, like, people just, like, I'm telling you, like, you know, like, back health, like, neck health, just, like, all that. Like, for me, honestly, like, it's super important because, like, I'm six foot four. Like, 
I'm working when I'm looking down at a monitor, it hurts my neck. It hurts just like all my overall body because like I have to kind of like sit in a weird way to feel comfortable, you know, or be yeah. able to play. That's the one thing that I think the CDL needs to improve, like that they can improve on. You know, everything else is just kind of like the organization. It's the organization, yeah, for the mental yeah. health stuff, stuff like that. Yeah, I would say what you said, and then maybe you know scheduling, working with the teams on that. Uh, Crispy Dinosaur, welcome to the show. Where are you from, man? Hello, I'm from uh, London. Hey, there we go. Where, what part? Oh, I won that, I won that event. What time is it over there, Crispy Dinosaur? Four, four twenty-four. What what part of London are you from, bro? You from you from the 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 ends? Um, southwest. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's soft out there. But what's your question, bro? <laughs> yeah. So my, question, <laughs> so my question is, it's more of a debate. But, um, a debate. Okay. Yeah. So. We, when comparing the cold slash EG and Optic dynasties, how convincing is the argument that the standards of competition were different, therefore Optic was a better dynasty? You no, know, same uh, same can be said when we compare LeBron and MJ. MJ didn't take it. We get your question. Listen, I mean, listen, 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 listen. I think Optic's the better dynasty, one. But anyways, comparing the two based on their you know, strength of opponents, I think is bullshit. Like it's, it's just, it's relative to the time you played in. You can only be as good as the people that are playing at the time. I hate that argument. I think it's terrible. Like, oh, they played against better people. It's like, it's re- how, how fucking good you, they were the best team. Like it's, it's relative to who you're playing against. You can't be like, you can't quantify it. They were the best team. And then optic was the best team. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. like that argument. I, I think, I think the complexity G was the best one. Because there was a time period when you were just going to a tournament knowing which team was going to win. So, and they were playing good players. I don't, I don't buy that whole argument. That they weren't playing good players. They were the playing great were players. The games were different back then. You actually had to have more of a brain. Then it switched to games like, like AW. The games were better. You, yeah, where you oh. literally could go to a tournament in AW and never have played with your teammates. Yeah, I was. I was about it. You could just show up. Said. And get second place. That's what Denial did. They there was practice. way more strategy in Black Ops 2 <laughs> and Ghost S&D than there has been in any single COD that has followed it since then. Way more strategy. And it's not even close. So, like, Bro. to say that is... Like, and people were damn good at that strategy, too. So, I don't, I don't, I don't really agree with that. Well, if, you think, if you think about it, it's like... like I didn't play back that time, but like, I watched a lot of it. But, you know, like... Going into Ghost Champs, like what, like E or not EG, it was Complexity still at the time. Complexity was literally favored by miles, literally yeah, to win the event. And like when you were like watching like all the turn or like the matches go down, it was like holy shit, they're kind of just rolling through everybody. What's going on here? Yeah. Like it was like God-like a bloodbath. Like you you don't see like you didn't see that in the like in the Optic Dynasty where like it wasn't just like a surefire win for them, you know? Like it like you saw that in the Complexity Dynasty though. Yeah, like there was a lot of events where there's like, holy games. crap, they're just literally just just taking people out. They did that yeah, with Damon on their nasty, team, and they bro. did it with Damon on their team. Their team was just nasty. That's why I think that. And yeah. then Optic Dynasty was obviously disgusting. I it think was AW just... was their best game, but even then, at that time, Phase, yeah, phase, it was head better to head was phase. Yeah, but when we compare the two, right? So, like the same same goes for LeBron and MJ, right? I mean. Yeah, that you can only play who's in front of you, but when you compare the two, they they have to be variable factors, right? Because MJ never played the Warriors. Who knows how he would have done? Dude, the competition that MJ played against was fucking nasty. Like, it's like why do people make? Was, hold on, why? Do, let's just talk about MJ. Defense. No, let's not talk about. No, no, no. For MJ. like a second, okay, <laughs> but like, I just hate that people like act like he played against bums. Like, 
he played in one of the best eras of NBA history. Like there was great people that he was going against. Like we're talking like Charles Oakley, like Isaiah Thomas. Charles, like, there's Charles Barkley, Isaiah. Dude, dude like there was there was good, good great players, players that we will never see again. Like even have that much time. Like shit is crazy to think about that people actually think that. Like he played against bums. That shit blows my mind. And I don't know what y'all be talking about over there. Wait, in London, but uh, Michael Jordan was godlike, fam. So, uh, like, <laughs> well, I right. he's good. But, you know, but, like the game. Good. Ball. Next question. You know, yeah, next <laughs> question. Be dinosaur, dude. Like, this is like where <laughs> I hate this discussion. Yeah. All right, all right, yo, yo. Just, it's too, it's too Michael opinionated. Good. It's just, it's Michael just Jordan, yeah, he was not just good. Not That's good. actually saying he no, was I good is disrespectful, low key. I know he's a goat, but like the game, the game has evolved since then. And all right, peace, bro. All right, uh, next question. Bring <laughs> I was, I was about to lose it, bro. Honestly, I started sweating. <laughs> dude. I hate that shit, dude. Michael just, Jordan is good. I hate when it, like like arguing the two is like okay, but I what hate when they say he played against bums. Yo, what's up, Looney? Yo, what's good, man? Good to be is back, bro. Hey, welcome back, welcome back. Big fan, bro. One question for Big P. Oh my god. Who's your favorite teammate on Rise, bro? And if it's not me, it's not a question. It's right there. Not a question. Yeah. <laughs> favorite teammate on Rise. No, no, yeah. actual t- actual question, actual question. All right, bro. You're the best player in IW at one point. You go to phase. We scrimmed you a lot. Why the hell did you guys uh, wrap the ball? Know it. I know it. I and knew it was coming. Every map because we sucked dick at uplink, and that was the only <laughs> way we could win uplink. We were disgusting at hard point, but our uplink. I remember game, this. Oh thing. my god, it was horrible. Bro, I stopped scrimming them because they would just, just wrap the ball. They were playing hide and seek with the ball. Dude, that was the only way. That was the only way we could win. That as the only way we. Could I, just win. I just didn't scrim them because they're fucking. Just think jokes. about that. Aunt. You have gunless, enable, attach, and Zuma, Wait, and they're no, wrapping no. the ball. No, they were actually uplink. they were actually ass at that time. Even my team I'm, was frying them. Asked, why didn't you want a team with Clay in IW? What? Clay in the chat asked, "Why didn't you want to team with this?" This is this is this is my question, John. Let him answer my question. He bro. answered it though. He said he that his team was ass. We suck dick. <laughs> we have we have 15 more questions to get through, guys. So we'll yeah. go to the chat after. Yeah, that was a quick one, bro. And uh, you, you didn't answer that first one. You didn't answer that first one. Pierce, That's who's your favorite up. teammate on Rise? Favorite teammate on Rise? Yeah, probably Dan. Hey, ah. all right. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> ah, I just want to hear my name. <laughs> All right, oh. so uh, we got a bunch of fan fans coming in now. Uh, we got this TJ fucking, Halley. Dude, this this fat motherfucker. Oh, you didn't know last answer, but it's all good. Yeah. All right, question. T- wait, TJ. TJ's always TJ's always actually fucking baiting the streams at all the times. You know, he's always asking me to you know when we run Pierce it back. Is scared of his uh of his question. Wait, I feel he, like. Yeah, T- yeah. Teach Teach always asks when we run it back. <laughs> Teach never Teach never fucking. <laughs> Uh, uh, listen, what's up then, Teach? Listen, Pierce, my question's for you, bro. <laughs> so why did the Huntsman decide to bench you over someone like Skump? Because based off his of stats and just watching the matches, he has been severely underperforming this season. What? <laughs> oh, God. I got me fucking fired. Continue. <laughs> Continue. Pierce, he asked you a question, man. What? You know I can't answer that. <laughs> he'll be, he'll be on deck stand at one in two seconds. It's you already probably what? brewing up on deck stand at one actually. The circle.com. Uh, there's a counter to your old question about Dan. Like, there's no way Dan was your favorite teammate. There's no way. 
Right, now that, he, now that he's out the call, bro. Now that he's out the call? Yeah. Who's your favorite team in all Ross? <laughs> I'm fucking out of here, dude. Who's your favorite team in all Rise? I mean... Come on, Fat Bob. Let's fucking... <laughs> was it me? <laughs> Wait, did he just switch up? Uh, all right, yo, TJ. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, TJ. You know it's Dan. Have a good day, oh, bro. Shit. Wait, what? <laughs> you know it's Dan. Alice, I'm out here. Have a good day. <laughs> PT, get this guy out of here next. Wait, I said, come on, Fat Bob. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say Fat Bob. <laughs> Yeah, that was comedy. That whole sequence. Was oh, great. to answer to answer Clay's question. Yeah, we got another one in here, but go ahead. Oh, to answer Clay's question, if he's still in here. I mean, shit. Since it's all under the bridge, or sorry, you know, water over, under the bridge. I remember the situation when I was like, "Yeah, I want a team of Clay and everything like that," like in IW, and like all the stuff that was going down. Literally, I was getting told, "No, no, no, no. We don't like all." The, everyone didn't want to play of Clay on that team. Like, oh. at all. Ah, so it was, it was just... So it was, it like, was just, Illuminati, yeah. Well, it was, like, one of those things where I'm like, I want to do this, and then they're like, no, 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 we don't want to do that. that's and then some just, tea. That's oh, some tea. Shit. So he went to pay, he's like, hey, yo, bro, I was like, I don't want to play with Clay, and they're like, nah, on the low, like, we don't want him to hate us. Just say you don't want to play with him, high key. Tommy, attach, enable this. Yo, that's a... that Damn, Clay, T. All right, yo, Vinny Gage. I mean, shit, he, won a, world, he won a world championship after that. Should be thanking me. Facts. <laughs> yo, Vinny Gage, welcome to the show, man. Where are you from? You know, guys, uh, New Jersey. Oh, it's, uh, it's why, not, not, not New like York. That? It's not New York. <laughs> yeah. Yo, yo, but uh, <laughs> what's your question, man? So uh, my question is, do you think franchise teams should consider having a scout to recruit talent, talented AM players? I think that's what the mm. I think that's called the general manager. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was about to say I was like, appreciate Sounds like just an added salary for no reason, yeah. Yeah, it does sound like an added salary for no reason. Like like what I like professional players do that already, don't they? I mean the role like, of a I, scout is I, to like go to a game and watch a team play. You can just load I mean, up a Twitch stream. You, so wait, don't you literally like as like for me, like I watch amateurs all the time just to see like yeah, you know, who's no, discussing yeah. one or and two at the same time? Like I'm trying to figure out, um, like if they're doing anything in, uh, like correctly on the map. Yeah, so, I mean yeah. it's it's too easy to load it up online and watch Pro it. Usually, like watch them. They say he's pretty good, and then they play against them, and then they're like, all right, this guy is like. They usually say he's a sick joke. It's a good question, though. I mean, maybe yeah. in the future when teams have a lot more revenue coming in. But yo, thank yeah, you for the question, man. Uh, after right, thank that, you after that, doing that camera, entry so. fee into the league, I don't know. Yeah, later, later <laughs> down the line. <clears throat> All right, yo, Bo Josh Horseman, what a name! Yo, yo, I just. Where are you from? How's it going? Uh, I'm from Nottingham, England. Nottingham, you know, like Robin Hood. Nottingham, Nottingham, like, yeah. Nottingham. Yeah, <laughs> you, you'd say uh, Nottingham. Yeah, like Robin Hood. Right, yeah, it's, like it's, weird, it's, but, uh, So, yeah. what's your question, bro? So, you know, moving to like a franchise model, do you think we'll finally get to see the day where, you know, players aren't making all the roster moves anymore? We'll actually have more like traditional sports when it's actually sort of a GM and the players don't really get a say anymore? We're already moving towards it. Um, uh, I do think so, yeah. I, I actually think, for I the think so. The issue is the players are the ones playing against the other players a lot more so they can 
they can be a better gauge of like of the just the actual talent in the game. And then there's also like the personality thing in COD where it's like if they don't get along, it's just not smart to pick them up, even if it works with the team. So maybe the players will the players will still always have some say in what happens. In the future, I think, I think it'll change though. I think that'd be a long time. I think it's getting close. Two, three years, uh, three years, four years. I, I think it'll Do you think that should be like an appointed like GM? Excuse me? At some point. Do you think that like, should be like an appointed GM at some point? An appointed GM? Yeah, like just to make like roster moves. And, yeah, I mean, like, I think that'll be the, the I, th- I think the current like GMs, I think in the future it will be the people that make the moves and the players won't be as involved. I do think that. I believe we're moving towards that. And, you know, slowly even seeing a little bit now, like with situations like, you know, I don't, I don't even want to call out names, but yes, I think we're moving towards that. I think we're moving towards that. Um, but yeah. we'll see. We'll see. All right, let me get the next uh, person in here. Question, brother. That was a great question. All right, so we Bro, have... I'm just giving entertainment for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's been it's been boring on the pine. No bullshit. I'm just I'm kind of just sitting there just Yo, seeking Dagan. any forms of entertainment. Yo, Dagan, what's going on, man? Where are you from? I'm from Kentucky. Hey, there we go. What's your question? Um, I was wondering this question for Pierce. I was wondering, like, what what would be his ideal place to live after retirement? Like, what what he wants to do after he retires? Uh ideal place? Kentucky. Um, <laughs> no, but I'm sorry. I I'm, I don't have anything against Kentucky, but ideal place. Um, I think it would be cool to. Probably, what, live in Texas. But I think, for me, a lot of it, for, like, my living experiences is, like, I think it'd be cool to live in, like, a lot of cities. Like, living in L.A. for a year, living in, like, you know, I'm starting to move over to Las Vegas for a year. Just for, like, the experience, you know? Like, because that's just, like, what life is about. To be a nomad. To be a nomad, you know? Just have a good time. Like, actually have a good time and, you know, enjoy, like, different experiences. Pierce is a kid spirit, dude. What? I don't know. Pierce is a, is a kindred spirit. He is, he is. But Pierce is also a competitor, and he's never gamed on the West Coast. So he's only gamed uh, in Texas <laughs> and Toronto. Whoa, you guys don't understand how bad it is to play on Toronto and Texas internet. Wait, no, Texas internet's good, but like I'm saying, like, when I played from <laughs> Toronto. What, 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 what? How bad what? it is to play on Texas now? What? Yeah. But, <laughs> Like no, I'm saying when I played for like when I played from Toronto and I played on the Texas host, I like it was the hardest thing in the world. Plus, at the same time, when I played in Toronto, I only played on West Coast host because Preston and Alec lived in Seattle at that time. So like, and and Justin lived in Vegas, and I was still shitting on people. Mm. Mm. So I know how bad it is to play on the East Coast from West Coast. It's Word. bad, but. Word. Like at the same time, like when I when everybody lives in Texas, you're never playing on Texas servers anymore. You're playing on East Coast. True that. So it's like you you can never you can never win. Like I'm sitting here playing on New Jersey hosts, and I'm like, okay, I'm getting absolutely tucked. <laughs> Why? Well, right. Because. But uh, so everywhere was the answer to that, Dagan. Everywhere. Uh, I mean, everywhere. But I mean, I think like the, the last final spot that I'd probably live in is probably Texas. Okay. Um, come to Kentucky, and then, money on some horses. <laughs> you can win. You can win some big cash. 
<laughs> All right, Daniel, thank you for the question, dude. I appreciate it. Have a good one. What the hell? Derby. All right, let's go. Well, you're on the West Coast, right, John? Yeah, I'm in Cali. Not for yeah, long. That's what, yeah, okay, that's what, yeah, I was better to say that's what I thought. Wait, My grandma used to actually bet on horses, like, nonstop. I, I know you have a... Just go to the OTB, man. All right, but our next question's in here. Jake, with two E's, where are you from? Uh, I'm from New Mexico. There we go. What's your question? Uh, it's a question for all three of you, but uh, it's uh, who's one player that you played against that you just, like, loved playing against them? Because if you beat them, you just, like, you got to talk shit. Oh, man, I had a lot. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Pierce. Like, like, like TJ that? and Skump. Uh, oh, it was definitely fucking Bryce Fasano. <laughs> dude um, i got dropped on christmas like come on like <laughs> like oh you dropped. know like anyone i got dropped i'm not kidding when i say this i got dropped on christmas because i remember this site so like uh it was like engraved in my memory because like i was still sick at that time and like i was like almost fully recovered and i remember getting a call from echo fox and it was Oh yeah, you're dropped. Um, and I, I like, I was still sleeping, so it woke me up. And I like heard it was like, yeah, we're just going, we're moving forward with Aqua. I, and then he's like, do you have anything else to say? And I was like, no, goodbye. And then I just hung up. Wait, who gave you the call? He said, uh, do you have anything else to say? Yeah, what? What the fuck are you supposed to say? Uh, I, I mean, wait, who called like, you? Uh, sorry. So like, Bryce texted me. When I and like I woke up, looked at my phone, and I saw like Bryce text me, and I don't know why he did it this way. He said, "Yo, we have to talk." Uh, frowny face. He really said <laughs> a frowny face. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it was dead ass a frowny face. I was like, "What the fuck does that mean?" That's like an eighth grade breakup, bro. <laughs> uh, On Christmas Day. Yeah, it was not emoji. No bullshit. Not an emoji. Oh a frowny face. <laughs> He's got a text and from a Nokia. It was not Christmas. It was like Christmas Eve, like Chris, like in the, like nighttime. And like I Jeez. got that text, and I literally was just like, "What's going on?" Call, and then I got the call from I think it was Brett uh, Echo Fox. Yeah. No, not Brett. Not Brett. It was Daniel. 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 Daniel Deshi. Hmm. And uh, I got a call from him, and he's like, "Yeah, we're going forward with Aqua. Do you have anything else to say?" And I literally was like, "No, goodbye." And then I just hung up the phone immediately. <laughs> So, I meet yeah. When I beat, when I went to Rise Nation and I fucking beat Echo Fox, whole I had to talk shit. That's the only time I've actually in my career talked shit. Let's go. Good. What about you, John? Oh, my real answer. I thought about this because I had time there. My real answer is Halifax, and I know no one in this chat knows who Halifax is at this point. But he used to play COD 2 and COD 4. And there was a point where everyone was calling him the best player in the game. I remember and that. Yeah. That was fucking garbage. He was and not I beat garbage. Him every, I literally beat him every single fucking time. Every single fucking time. Halifax sounds like a fucking Canadian name. It's definitely. He's, from Texas. he's definitely Canadian. What? Yeah, I was garbage. Beat him every time. I, I feel like Bryce is one of the players that people love beating. Uh, I mean, some people. I know Study like Study love beating him. I love beating Clay too. I'd I'd love to beat Clay. It's just all the people. (laughs) (laughs) Clay, I hate I hate seeing Clay stand up and like stare at the other team. I beat Clay twice in one tournament. This has to be a this has to be a a huge NRG fan, huh, Jake? Oh yeah, dude, Chicago all the way. (laughs) 
Now, bro. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, no, wait, I'd love Jake, to thank you for coming. I'd, I'd love oh, to be Wait, wait, what about you? Wait, when you beat oh. Clay and you knock out of the tournament, he doesn't even look at you. He acts like yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, he actually he, does he, it. He beats like, you by one point and gets up and starts screaming at you. And like, yeah, what the hell? that guy, dude. Uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, all right. So this is hilarious because I've never had like a super energy fan on the call. So I have so many questions for you, actually. But I'll give you my... um. My answer is I had a few people that were like that killer in Black Ops 2. Oh, man. And Ghost. Like, he, people don't understand the amount of torment you used to go through in, like, Black Ops 2 time online when Killa's team was winning events. Like, when Killa's one of the best players in the game, if you played eights and you even went positive one, if you went positive one, he was talking shit, bro. The whole rest of the series, like... Kilo would get under your skin to a point where you actually wanted to like slap him across the face. So Killa for sure number one for me. And then there there were some others. Um, Saints Saints because I was such good friends with them. I used to love beating Saints. Yeah, used to love just just frying Saints off the stage. Great feeling. Thanks. That was fun. Good question. All right, have a good one. Fuck that guy, Clay. All right. Next. Wow, that was a super energy fan. <laughs> All right. Uh... <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, that uh, the Aches Aches team. I I just wanted to beat them so bad because they thought they were so good. So I used to just stand up and scream. I have some cringe videos yelling at them on on YouTube out there somewhere. Oh, there we go. Here's the next one. Yo, Cardelio, what's good? Hey, how's it going, guys? Oh, I'm from Rhode Island. Rhode Island, wow, you sound Island. really jolly, bro. You happy? Yeah, I'm gas. Gas to be here. It's a good night. <laughs> there we go, man. What's your question? Uh, so I was wondering with Call of Duty starting to franchise, what's more important for a player, personality or their actual skill? Skill. Their skill. All right, Thanks, next bro. question. <laughs> personality? Like, do you mean like following or just personality? I mean, like your overall personality on a team, because obviously, oh, skill, like skill, for Call sure, of Duty, skill. you're trying to—it's a business. You're trying to make money. You have to have likable players, skill for the team to be popular. You know, you don't have to be likable. Like, just like skill, bro. Hundred percent skill. Your team is more popular when your team is good. The only, yeah. the only, the only outlier, of course, would be the Huntsman, where they're just—they are good anyways. Don't get me wrong, but they're just gonna be popular. But if you're yeah, no, yeah, like, you're gonna be like. Yeah, like that's the only outlier. Like, if they weren't good, then like people would still love them, you know? Yeah. Yeah, skill for sure, Cardio. But thank you for the question. All right, thank you guys. All right. Rhode Island. Dude, he was screaming. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, it was like that for like the Optics, uh, or not Dynasty, right? But, Yo. Like yeah, back in Black Ops 2. Mm-hmm. Yo, Zahid, what up, man? You guys. Where you from, bro? Toronto. Love that. <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> oh, I fucking I don't like the city for personal reason, but I'll always well, support I, I heard I heard Toronto. you lived in Pickerings, but that doesn't count. Pickering does oh, not count as Toronto. Shit. That's GTA. That's GTA. It's not count yeah, it's yeah, Pickering is like the ghetto. I still think it's funny is cause like when I left when I was literally like it was a month before I was leaving um Pickering, like to go to Texas. Uh, drug dealer's car literally blew up and took out two cars next to it. Blew and I was like, up. oh, that's cool. It just blew up. Sitting outside main downtown Toronto is kind of sketch, so. 
right. So what's, what's All the right, question? Yeah, that's a question. Small My question is, uh, what retired player, besides Damon, of course, you want to have teamed with during your career? It's a question just, just for Pierce, Pierce? Did you not hear it? No, no, no I'm saying. It, it was a retired player, besides Damon, would you want to have teamed with during your career? Are you only asking Pierce, is what John asked? I, it, I can know all three of you. Oh, okay. Probably. Yeah, probably fucking. Probably you, John. I think it'd be cap. cool to. That's Cap. That's Cap. That's Cap. Oh, okay. I'd have loved to yell, yell at Pierce. And get yelled at. Uh, what? Uh, I mean, if John's telling me what I'm doing wrong, I'm listening. Like, uh, mine's I'm for sure. Ah, retired player. Who? Shit. Who's retired? Let's see. I teamed with Aix. I teamed with. Mine's got to be Rambo. Like, Aix no, is not retired. Aix is not retired. That's what I'm like. Nah, Aix is retired, bro. Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> it's got to be Teep for me. Yeah, I see the chat saying that. Yeah, it's got to be Teep. I didn't play with him, and I think uh, it would have been fun. He yeah, just enough, plays his enough. role role and he was really good so yeah team for me i teamed with a lot of people it's actually hard looking at retired people and me being like fuck uh, who especially if you roll out but, karma but what about big t what, what happened to yeah, big t i teamed with big t in love? i didn't yeah like, oh shit i also think big t was like severely overrated too so <laughs> i yeah um made shot yeah team way earlier Oh yeah, yeah, Nate shot for sure. Yeah, a hundred percent. I wish I would have played with Nate. I would have been live. We would have been lit. Out of, hey, yo, bang bang, let's go. All right, yo, so he, thank you for the question, bro. I right, appreciate it, guys. We have a, how many more do we have, dude? Straight, straight. No, we're not doing every single one. We're, we're doing three more. We're doing three more. <laughs> yo, Trev, what's up, man? Follow CL and Toto on Twitter. What? Okay. Next question. Yo, grab Pat. What the fuck did he just say? He just he just said to follow someone on Twitter, but he didn't do a good job because no one. Oh heard my him. god, he scared the fuck. What out a me. waste of a troll. Whew. All right. <laughs> what a what? What a waste of a troll. My heart. Bro, sick. I see. I see Yo, somebody. R- Rob Stro, what's up, man? What's your question? What's going on? Not much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, upstate New York. Upstate okay, New York. Yep, up in the, down in the boonies. Um, all right, so for a gun list, um, what five qualities would you want in a Call of Duty game if it was a permanent title for a competitive? Good maps, updated content, uh, weekly or at least monthly at the at the very best. Three, um, changing metas, of course. Um, four. Yeah, a lot of dev support. Obviously, I just named off what two, three things that need a lot of dev support. Um, and what five? Uh, probably uh, crowdfunding. Crowdfunding is definitely um, probably the biggest thing actually out of all of those. Crowdfunding just like bro, you look at Dota. Like I feel like Call of Duty could be on that scale one day. I, I really that, do. It does that though. I don't think that's ever gonna happen. Yeah. But that would be that would be dope for you guys. Like imagine winning one tournament and changing your life. Like that that's insane. Yeah, that would be crazy. But yeah. There you go. Thank Let's you for the question, Rob Stro. Yeah, thanks for having me. No problem, man. Let's get the next one in here. Bro, I see some I see somebody in there. Yeah, he wants to be dragged in so bad. 
I'll let you guys make the executive decision. I think we should bring him in for the last question. Uh, I think, yeah, the last question, definitely. Yo, best. What's yep. good, man? Yeah, not too bad. I mean, it's 5 a.m. in England, but yeah. Yeah, it's late, bro. We appreciate you sticking with us. We're early, I guess. Yeah. What's uh, what's your question? Yeah. Uh, it's for all three of you. Out of all your teammates, who's been the one that's been like influenced you the most? Out of all of them, Rambo. Hmm. Influenced me in game, out of game, in what life and in game, Rambo. Yeah. In life. Oh, why? Can I have two answers? Or yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Who answer like one for life? It's Alec. Two for game. It's Swoony. Wait, why is that cap, uh, Jay? What? Um, Rambo taught me so much about life, how to live on my own. In game, it'd be it would definitely just be Looney. Looney's a really good teammate to have in game. We just he like actually sit with you and talk talk with you and go over gameplay with you. Just like. He's a good teammate. Really good teammate. And just always down to, like, watch VOD as well. Just, like, yeah. uh, any time. Like, if you... And, like, always down to, like, help you if you ever want help. Wait, I have to address something in the chat real quick. Jay, listen. Yes, you're one of my favorite... You're my duo, bro, forever. One of my favorite teammates ever. But you didn't teach me anything about, like, COD or life. That, like, that was random. But you're definitely, like, my guy and my brother in arms forever, bro. Like, we did that together. Oh, But, Sorry, but Rambo you. taught me, like... Like, I learned how to do laundry for Rambo. <laughs> he taught me a lot. Whoa. It was the first time I moved. First time I moved out of my. The first time I moved out of my, like where I live with my grandparents. I went to go live in the Envy house. Like he asked me who influenced you the most, and hundred percent was Ray. Learn how to. You guy taught me how to make a steak, bro. Unfortunately, so bad. It would have been nice to learn that stuff. I was forced to kind of like learn, or like learn that stuff at like a very young age. I think it would have been cool to learn that stuff from like somebody, like being like, "Yeah, like I'll show you like how to cook a steak and stuff like that." Bro, when somebody, yeah, dude, when you when you move out like for the first time, you gotta learn a lot of shit. Shit that like now you look back, you're like, "Fuck, I had to learn this shit at one point." <laughs> like simple stuff. Yeah, that, that's how it was. That's why a lot of players go through it. That's why those Columbus apartments were in shambles. Remember those things? Oh, Holy shit. So walking into a player's apartment in the Columbus apartments was disgusting. Yeah, they didn't oh, learn shit. Trust me. Like, literally had, had an aneurysm. Yo, study goes, Ray taught me how to do that too. <laughs> Steak is my only dish. <laughs> Yo, best. Thank you for the question, man. Yeah, no problem. All right. Cool. I just I just cannot believe some of the like some like gamers like just don't have like any like kind of like hygiene. Like so many so many times when like you're just not cleaning dishes like ah. All right, so here's our last question. Patty P, what's good, brother? Where are you from? That's good. That's good. I am uh from North Carolina, but I'm currently <laughs> residing in Los Angeles, California. Living the life out there, bro. How's retirement? Yeah, I heard that dumbass statement on the podcast. <laughs> I, that was worse than some of the questions I heard all night. All right, but, but um, uh, yeah, there's some crazy questions. So you must have a banger then. I have I have a two-parter, a two-parter. Right, and uh, the first part is for Pierce. Um, Pierce, I am curious um, if we are ever going to run it back due to the <laughs> fact that the last time we did it together, <laughs> you, you left me mid-map 
but to go Yo. to the other team. Facts. I need to know that, if that was insane. Right I forgot about that. That was fucking insane. What a question. Explain this. Explain this. I got a bad taste in my mouth, and I need. To, I, we gotta solve that. You know what? You know what? I'm down to run it back one of these times because you're right. We didn't get a good enough shot. Kyler kind of did fuck us. It was unfortunate. Let's just not go into all that. Wow. I mean, Kyler, what, <laughs> Kyler, what, we could have been a good team. I'm not actually, like, even bullshitting. We could have been a good team. We could have actually made something that was really bad into something really good. But, wow, let me tell you. <laughs> okay. I, I don't, know what, I don't know what else to tell you about that. You switch teams, bro. Um, what? So, I didn't. I've never switched teams before ever. Like this is probably like the first time I've ever done it. And apparently, like when you switch teams, like you can't switch. Uh, like you can't choose the specialist right away. So like I thought someone kept taking my specialist, so I kept switching back and forth over and over again. But apparently, you can't choose your specialist for like up to like ten it's seconds. Like locked, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like locked. And I I didn't know that. So I thought someone kept stealing my specialist. I was like, bro, who's stealing it? <laughs> Dude, he was—he was literally like arguing with. I think it was Justin, and we were—we were all just like, "No, none of us have anything." <laughs> the best part—the best part was when like he—he he finally thought he got it figured out. Like it was after like two or three switches, I think. Like I spotted it, it on the other yeah, team. It was happening fast, and then like I guess he thought he was right on our team and had his right specialist. I was like, he was good shit, boys, we got and spawns. He was like, all right, all right, I'm back. We got spawns, and we all collectively went. No! <laughs> and, he, and then he switched back. That's, That's fucking hilarious, dude. We were mind blown. I remember watching that. Wait, if you think live. about it, though, it's fucking hysterical right now. Like, to think about oh, it. But, I like, I watched the clip, like, a couple of like, no, I'm not even lying when I say it. That was, like, quite literally probably the first time I've ever switched teams. Because, like, I was like... Because, like, I was... You know, like, when they get streaks, right? Like, you switch to, you switch to Flak Jacket. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, to try to prevent that. And, like... For some reason, it wasn't on my classes. It was on, like, change team and stuff like that. And I was like, we were trying to switch as fast as possible to switch over. And literally just put me on the other team. And I was like, bro, what's going on? I was like, I literally didn't even know that glitch or not glitch. Like, that feature, like, where you can't choose, like, the specialist was a thing. Yeah. But, and then uh, dude named Finn in the chat said that was map one. Now that was map four. So that was the last, like, memory I have of teaming with first. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was for elimination map four on day, like, like, like you didn't even whatever. get a proper opportunity, bro. All right, Patty P, what's the second part of your question? <clears throat> nah, I'm going to hold it now. Ah, <laughs> uh, nah, it's got to be said. I mean. No, it wasn't, it's, not, it's not for you, Pierce. So I'm just going to. We'll just we'll just we'll just hold it for a rainy day. Okay, this guy's got it locked and loaded. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, we have clown of the week, weekly clown. All right. So this weekly clown is not really one person. Um, I know you guys were saying like nubs and stuff like that, but nah, he's not the weekly clown. I actually thought that shit talk was pretty funny. Wait, uh, hold on, but to interrupt you really quick, Ant. Cause mm. I don't, I don't want to like no, steal your thunder, but um, I saw somewhere on Reddit that said I don't know if this is true, but um, because you brought up Nubsy, that there was like a Reddit post that said um, Nubsy, other than the LAG series that they won like last tournament or whatever, or the yeah. last time they lost to LAG, the last tournament, um, that was his first win since like July twentieth, twenty nineteen or something. What? Wow. Wait. 
Wait, Wait, that makes sense, though. Because Jinji double got eliminated at champs, right? And then... Yo, that's wild to think about. And then Seattle had only won that match. Or (laughs) that's the first time, yeah. Yeah, He's slowly, slowly becoming a meme, bro. He's got to get rid of this ASAP. And he says... Yo, yo, we're noticing he's becoming a meme. He's got to get rid of it. But he's not not the weekly clown this week. Yeah, go ahead. Weekly clown is going to be the Toronto Ultra. All right? And we'll go into it in a second, but we're going to bring our informant here. Uh, we'll give you his name. Hey, why am I getting that title? Our informant. <laughs> Nick, Nick Scott, thank you for the nine months. Our informant to talk to us a little bit more about the situation. Don't, don't appreciate the title. So, All right, my bad. Not our informant, our confidant. Our confidant. So, uh, it was discussed on another podcast earlier today about the situation in Toronto and just to, to highlight basically the situation when Nick was, he was told if he goes home, he can't play. And it's it's a tough situation for them because they were, they were playing pretty well before that. And it's mm-hmm. one of those things that in short term, obviously, has team issues. But long term, it's, as you guys know, you know, players are pretty tight. They talk to each other. And, you know, you don't want to make the impression that you're not a player first org. Yeah. Yeah. So... Basically, yeah. And I've heard a few things about this. I'm not affiliated with them whatsoever, so I can talk about it. I've heard a few things about them not letting players go home. Um, I don't know the exact reasoning behind it, but it doesn't really make a lot of sense to me when in a t- in how hard times have been this year, like players might want to go home for a little bit to spend some time with their family. Um, and you definitely don't want to come across as the organization that is holding your players hostage, not letting them go home for a little bit to spend time with said family, somebody people who are married, people who have family that they want to go be with or, you know, spend some time or a weekend away. Uh, Their team was playing a lot better. And I at first thought that it was just classic taking a step down for family stuff, but I didn't know that they were refusing to let him go home, which is fucking mind blowing to me, to be honest. Um, So with that being said, I have them as the clown of this week. It's weird because I don't think they're letting, they won't let him play from, from New York, wherever he lives. And I'm like, I don't understand because as people are pointing out, you're in an online league. Um, and some, and some I believe go, that Looney went home intentionally to, to fix their spread for the league. Can Looney exactly. go home? Can Looney go home as no. well? Yeah, Looney no. can't even go home. He's he's on the bench. This guy is a house. I think and, and a I wife. Think, <laughs> like, I think from an thing. argument standpoint, Nick might be better off playing in like New York, where he's from, than yeah. in Toronto due to like internet. That yeah, that only, is ridiculous. We all understand that, and I, and that's just the weird part when we're looking I mean, at the the only thing on over there with Toronto. Like the only thing that like is like you know like messed up about like, or not messed up but like understandable about this thing is like if like they were doing content you know with Dan like the whole time you know, and like or with like all the Toronto uh, Ultra. It's members. all from home though. Like put a well, backdrop. No, but, content, though, but, but no, I'm material. saying like since they're since they're there, since like I have like family in like Toronto that like I still talk to. Like I called up and they said that like the borders are just closed. Like they're not letting anybody in. And like if you go out, like let's say they're they're all American, right? Like all of them are American. They're not letting any Americans in. They don't want to let anybody in. If you're a Canadian, they'll let you in. But other than that, like they're okay. like. So, 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 so let me, let me respond to that. I, I feel really strong about it and respond to that. Okay. Then deal with that. My, my guy, then the organization deal with that. Right. Like if they won't let anybody in, just deal with it. Make content from home. The player comes yeah. first. Period. From home anyways, though, because they're not getting together. No, that, that, that's what I'm saying though. Like, like even if, if there's a risk of them not being able to get back in the country, like deal with it because they, the player needs, the players need to be able to spend time with their family. 
It, oh, no, 100%. I was just saying, like, if they were making content, it would sort of understandable, but, like, even, like, them not making any content, like, with Dan being on the bench, it's just unexcusable. Like, it's completely, like, disrespectful. Like, the, like he should be able to go back. Like, he has literally just a fiancé that he literally just, what, just had to get up and leave? Like, come on. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is this? It's crazy. So, just uh, one thing to clarify about the border thing, because I've seen this been tossed around before and, and other things. So, those players, I assume any reason why probably have valid work visas in canada and so they're american citizens so going back to the us they have no issue they have no issue going back to canada either because they have the right to be in there do their visa so i don't okay. think that's the issue at play it's, here yeah that sounds kind of absurd yeah no it's due to coronavirus not not anything yeah. to do well, with the hop in a car drive home like will they not let them do that like you still can't get through like I, uh, I I don't understand. Like uh, no, they just they just don't like like they're like on full lockdown still. So like, you can't you know, take like, a flight from Toronto to Detroit right now. Uh, like if you're if you're Canadian, if you can. If okay. you're if if you're an American, I wouldn't recommend it. They don't like people right now coming into their country because like they're trying to kill off this like kind of virus and taking it super serious. But they can leave though. They can come back to U.S. Like, which is. I don't know. I think they would just have to deal with it if the player couldn't get uh, back in. No, they would definitely just have to deal with it. They should be able yes. to deal with it. Like, what they're doing right now, like like I said, is just completely inexcusable. It's just like... All right. Well, it seems like oh. we're on unison here that that's the clown of the week. Oh, uh, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> like, bro. People making... want us to talk about the next event. However, we've just hit the two-hour mark, so yeah. we're going to have to maybe talk about it on our own streams or come out with something else, you know, soon maybe tomorrow night to you know talk about what we think is gonna happen saturday and sunday but we just kind of went over a little bit guys so i appreciate all you guys uh tuning in much love to everybody who stopped by if you're on youtube make sure you leave a like if you're listening on spotify or itunes go check out the youtube video and leave a like or leave a review it goes a long way everybody here live every week much love yo pierce thank you bro i was living no anytime I hope Thank uh, you tuning in as always. I hope your community continues to grow and I hope you have good fortune in your future, man. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you, likewise. Alright, so we're about to actually go play some uh Warzone. Pierce, John, you guys down? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm down, yeah. I think, yeah. Alright, John. It, it, actually or what? John, do you mind going live so I can host you from here? And I'm gonna hop on. Sure. And I'll come play. Okay, so it, let me it, uh Yo, guys, stick around. I'm going to host John. So you guys go check him out. And we're all going to play some Warzone. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.